We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back, everyone, to the Irish Breakdown Podcast. Little Notre Dame recruiting hour for you all. Of course, needed an extra recruiting show this week as Notre Dame heads into a big matchup against University of Southern California on Saturday at home. Notre Dame has a chance to obviously get back on back into the win column after a a, a less than stellar outing <laughs> against Louisville to, to keep it as frank as we can. But on the recruiting side of things, not only do you have a chance to get a big victory if you're Notre Dame and get things back on the right track, you also have what is going to be your second most important recruiting weekend of the year. Obviously, Notre Dame had a bit, had a huge outing against Ohio State, brought a lot of top recruits on campus, got a few commits out of that weekend. That was a huge weekend for the 2025 recruiting class in general. USC, though, folks, is going to be Almost as important as what Ohio State was. There's a really long list, not nearly as long as Ohio State, but there's a lot of priority and top targets in the 2025 class that Notre Dame is expecting on campus. So we're going to hit on that. Also going to rec- uh, to hit a little bit on some of the top performers from this past week. Now that the Notre Dame recruiting hour is on Fridays, you know when I was typically on a Monday show, I would talk about some of the top performers from the weekend. So I'm going to move that a little bit to this extra recruiting show. There were some standout performers from Notre Dame commits in the 2024 class and even the 2025 class that I really want to hit on. So before I start, just hit that like button, subscribe to the podcast, notification bell if you're listening to us on YouTube, and of course, go Irish. All right, folks, so this visitor list is actually on boards.irishbreakdown.com. You should go sign up there. I am not going to go through every single player that is going to be visiting for USC because one. Friday's show will go a lot more in depth on every player that is going to be. This is more of a sneak peek into what will be a massive recruiting weekend for Notre Dame. And if you are a, but if you are a premium subscriber to the Irish Breakdown Premium Champions League Premium Message Board, you have access to this visitor list as it continues to grow. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. 
Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right now, we have quick math here. I think there is... 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 commits note for Notre Dame in the 2024 and 2025 class that are expected back for USC. And they have, of players that currently hold it all for in the 2025 class, Notre Dame has 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 players that hold an offer from Notre Dame but are not currently committed to the University of Notre Dame. So it's going to be a hectic weekend. That's upwards of, I expect it to be over 40 players that are going to be visiting this weekend when everything is finalized and every player makes their last minute decision to head to South Bend for the weekend. Want to hit on, though, a few of the key guys that I think you should really be keeping a close eye on. Some interesting ones in the sense that things are in a great spot for Notre Dame, return visits, that type of sort. And then there's a couple of kids that it's like, this is their first visit to Notre Dame, which is going to be very intriguing so let's work it offense to defense as we usually do we're going to do a little bit of you know just kind of quarterback down to safety in that order running back which in talking 2025 kids in this section Notre Dame already has two running back commits in the 2025 class in Arkansas standout Daniel Anderson and Florida speedster, excuse me, Justin Thurman, who just came off a really nice day. We'll get into that during the performers of the week section. But Justin Thurman just had a great, great game this past weekend. Despite that, because two running backs in the class was the number that we expected for Notre Dame. They are bringing in James Simon, who is out of Shreveport, Louisiana. He is out of Calvary Baptist Academy. Rated as a four-star recruit consensus across the board, ranked as high as the number 100 player in the 2025 class by on three. 5'11", 190 pounds, really talented kid, over 1,000 yards as a junior. We've spoken about James Simon before on this podcast, especially when we were kind of giving you guys a little bit of some of the early names to know at running back. And he's one of the better ones in the 2025 class in general. I mean, he has offers from schools like Georgia, Florida, Florida State. He's got LSU, obviously, him being a Louisiana kid, Oregon, Tennessee, Texas, USC. Great offer list. And the impulse here, and it's a great question, is isn't Notre Dame done recruiting running back in 2025? Why is 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 James Simon coming to campus when you already have two running backs committed? Well, it's a great question that doesn't 100% have a answer to right now, right? 
James Simon might be just so high on Notre Dame's board that you let him visit, right? Maybe you make a spot for him when all is said and done. Or maybe Notre Dame is just constantly evaluating that running back position, even with taking two early running backs in the class. We don't have 100% clarity on it. One thing we do know, though, is that, and this is speaking with, with James Simon directly, Notre Dame has kept consistent contact with James over the last few months. They've been trying to make an, a a visit happen even before the season started. And now you know, James wanted to make a visit to the University of Notre Dame. So you're going to get an opportunity to come see campus, feel just what it's like being on campus, of course. And Notre Dame's got a really good opportunity here to impress one of the top running backs in the class. What will it mean long term? We're not 100% sure. I don't think anybody is right now. It's all speculation. It's all a guessing game at this point. But clearly, a very good football player, one of the top running backs in the 2025 class, and James Simon will be making his first visit to South Bend, Indiana, which will be very intriguing to watch. There's three dynamite wide receivers that will be taking a visit to campus. Not going to hit on everyone. Jerome Bettis Jr., though, is making his return wide receiver out of Woodward Academy in Atlanta, Georgia. Obviously, the son of former Notre Dame great Jerome Bettis, running back. And, I mean, I can tell you guys how many times he's been on campus. Uh, I think it's probably like five or six since he's been officially offered last. He was offered this past pot of gold um, during uh, on St. Patrick's Day, the pot of gold offer event. But he's been on campus a lot <laughs> throughout his life, obviously, for who his father is. Notre Dame's in a good spot there. It's just about when Jerome Bettis wants to f- fully pull the trigger, but we expect Notre Dame that is – we, ex- we we anticipate Notre Dame to be very hard to beat in that one whenever it does kind of end. And the other running wide receiver that I really want to talk about real quick is Dalen McCutcheon, who is near consensus top 200 player in the 2025 class by every major recruiting platform. He's out of Luke, Lucas, Texas Lovejoy High School, which is the same high school as Peyton Pierce, who Notre Dame was on for a while that eventually committed to, to Ohio State. This kid's a really good football player. This will be a second visit to campus. He's more of that dynamite slots guy that can win after the catch a little bit, but a really premier route runner as well. One of the top wide receivers in the class, and he's on the short list of top wide receivers on the board for Notre Dame. So keep an eye on Dalen McCutcheon, as well as James Flanagan, who's a tight end out of the state of Wisconsin. Of course, he is the son of Jim Flanagan, former Notre Dame defensive lineman. He is the unquestioned, in my opinion, as of right now, Top target on the board at tight end in the 2025 class with Nate Roberts, obviously decommitting a couple months ago. They Notre Dame loves where they are with James Flanagan. I think James Flanagan is very high on Notre Dame. I've been on record. I think it was a Notre Dame-Wisconsin battle for a while. I think Notre Dame has kind of overtaken that lead as of right now. Can they close on him? Time will tell. But he is obviously a very important piece potentially for this 2025 class for Notre Dame. One to date on one offensive lineman that is making his I think right back to campus at least fourth this up uh, since being offered a few months ago. That it Owen Strebig, offensive tackle out of Waukesha, Wisconsin, 6'8, 290 pounds. He was actually not offered during the pot of gold offer event. He was offered a couple weeks after that. But since then, he is frequent at Notre Dame, including recently being back for the Ohio State game. Now he'll be back for USC as well. This guy's a top offensive tackle target on the board for Notre Dame, in my opinion. Really, really talented kid. Same high school as Corey Smith in the 2024 class at running back, who's committed to Penn State that Notre Dame recruited for a while as well. Notre Dame wants to own Strebig in the class. 
Owen Strebeck has been very consistent that he will let the process play out and it'll be more of a before senior year type of decision, most likely after official visits. But we'll see if that time frame does change at some point because obviously he's very high on the Irish now being back. I believe it's his fifth time on campus. So he's he's been he's frequented Notre Dame to say the least. Want to hit on a few defensive players here? Again, not going to hit on everyone. So make sure. Premium message board at boards.irishbreakdown.com or you listen to my live show on Friday for Notre Dame Recruiting Hour. If you guys want all the names to expect on campus this weekend against USC. One linebacker that I want to hit on that is making his second trip to campus a return is Noah McHale out of the state of California. He is one of the elite defensive players in the 2025 class. Notice I didn't say linebackers. He's also one of the top linebackers in the class. But this young man, was a player that was has actually been offered by Notre Dame for a couple of years now. He was offered before his sophomore year even began. And, I mean, quite frankly, as soon as they offered Noah McHale, Noah McHale had said that Notre Dame was a dream offer for him, a, a dream school at that time. Since then, obviously, Noah McHale has, been, has blown up on the recruiting trail. I mean, he's been offered by pretty much every major program in college football. Um, I'm Pulling up the offer list real quick. He's out of Benita High School, by the way. Alabama, Arizona State, Arkansas, Boston College, Colorado, Florida, Florida State, Georgia, Miami, Michigan, Michigan State, Nebraska, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Oregon, Stanford, Tennessee, Texas, Texas A&M, UCLA, USC, Utah, Washington, Washington State. So he's been offered by pretty much everyone. All the schools that really kind of set the tone in recruiting, if that makes sense. But obviously Notre Dame had some good early, had a little good early momentum with Noah McHale. Things have cooled though over the last few months. I, I think it's more of a you're in the season. He's taking visits to other schools. Just hasn't been a ton to report as far as where the momentum's going. I think Notre Dame's still in a solid spot. They're in the top group of schools, but obviously there's a lot more schools that are at the forefront for Noah McHale. So what Notre Dame has to do, I, th- this visit is very important for Noah McHale. I think it might be the most important visit of the weekend in a lot of ways. You have to impress. You have to. You have to show him why he should be a part of the Notre Dame program and get everything trending back in the right direction. And obviously, you just hit a home run with Kingston Villamoasa, another California linebacker in the 2024 class. So that, I think, would be some big momentum potentially to show him that, like, hey, man, and Kingston, by the way, will also be on campus this weekend, which I think will be great for just kind of showing Noah that like, hey, man, California linebackers South Bend, it'll be a thing. Noah McHale is a big time player, though, and a priority recruit for Notre Dame in the 2025 class. And it's great to get him back on campus. This episode of the Irish Breakdown podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? Like you're laying in bed at night with your mind racing a thousand miles per hour and you just can't sleep. Like when you know what you should do, what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. When you get there, just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Irish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, 
H-E-L-P.com slash Irish. Two defensive backs that I want to hit on. There's actually four really talented defensive backs, but again, not hitting on everyone. Creed Thomas, cornerback out of Brophy Pep in, in um, Phoenix, Arizona. Same high school as current Notre Dame sophomore star Benjamin Morrison. And Benjamin Morrison and Creed Thomas actually have a pretty good relationship as of right now. He was a freshman when he was a senior, and he speaks very highly of Benjamin Morrison. Notre Dame is in a tremendous spot with Cree Thomas. Uh, Wisconsin, I think, is the other big suitor for Cree as of today. I believe because Cree has been very open that when he knows where he wants to go, he'll make the decision and he won't kind of won't play the long game on it. You know, it's, it's going to be one of those things where uh, that's where I want to be. That's where I want to go. Let's make that happen. And I think that this this visit, honestly, I, you know, I'm not going to say commit watch because I don't, I don't do that type of stuff. But I think that Cree Thomas is a player to certainly watch for. If Notre Dame knocks it out of the park, could it end sooner rather than later? I think it's very possible. So Notre Dame has a chance to close, I think, on Cree Thomas this weekend. Last player I wanted to hit on was a player that, again, early momentum here, but things have kind of stalled over the last couple months. That's Trey McNutt, who's a defensive back out of the state of Ohio. Very talented player out of Shaker Heights, which is in Cleveland, Ohio. Six foot, 180 pounds. Depending on who you talk to for as far as suitors for, for Trey McNutt, they see him as, at different positions. Some see him as a safety, like Notre Dame. Some see him as an outside corner. Some see him as a nickel. Some see him as all of the above. There's a lot of different, a lot of different opinions on Trey McNutt as far as what position would be best for him on the next level. Notre Dame obviously likes him at safety. And this is actually Trey's third time to Notre Dame. He's been twice this offseason, and this will be his first game visit at Notre Dame, which I think is big because it, you just felt like, because it's just my perspective, things were trending very well early. And then it's kind of the same thing I talked about with, you know, like Noah McHale over the last year is that like a lot of really good schools start to get involved with Trey McNair. I mean, he's got offers from Georgia, Kentucky, Iowa, Illinois, Louisville, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Ole Miss, Penn State, Pittsburgh, Purdue, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas A&M, USC, Wisconsin. A lot of great suitors. So I just think there was a little bit of a stall in the momentum because there's just a lot of schools he's talking to, a lot of different coaches. It doesn't mean Notre Dame's doing anything wrong. It's just more competition, more time taken away from building that relationship. But he's made, he's going to make his third visit to campus, which means there's legitimate interest there. There's obviously interest. So can Notre Dame continue to build momentum and continue to build it with a Trey McNutt? Because it's not a there's not a rush right now for Noah McHale to make a decision. I have no McHale for Trey McNutt to make a decision. But can you push the envelope and put yourself in a position where you could close it when the time comes? That I think is on the line for Trey McNutt this weekend. For all of the visitor lists, boards at irishbreakdown.com, I'm gonna break down. The past weekend top performances from Notre Dame commits in the class. Before I do, you just hit that like button, subscribe to the podcast. Five-star reviews are always very much appreciated here on the Notre Dame Recruiting Hour. Now we're going to get into some of the top performances from Notre Dame commits from this past weekend. We are going to do, we're just going to kind of roll through it as we typically do, starting at quarterback, working all the way down to offensive line on the offensive side of the football. Then we'll flip over to defense, starting with the defensive line and moving down to safety. At quarterback, it was a very uh, <laughs> very good week for Notre Dame quarterbacks commits in the 2024 and 2025 class. Deuce Knight, 
quarterback out of Loosedale, Mississippi, George County in the 2025 class. George County defeated Long Beach 48-7, to in which Deuce Knight, he was not really needed into the second half, completed seven of his nine passes on the night for 134 yards and three touchdowns. Also ran two times for, I think, 26 yards and another touchdown. So four touchdowns on the night for Deuce, who was only in his second game back from George County since transferring from Lipscomb Academy, where he spent only three games this, this season. Deuce Knight in two games so far since rejoining George County has accounted for seven total touchdowns in two contests. CJ Carr and Saline High School in the state of Michigan. They continued their winning streak and undefeated record. They defeated Lincoln 31-0. to Lincoln came into the game undefeated, by the way. Was not a great outing for C.J. Carr. 17 of 36 passing for 185 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. He also did add two scores on the ground, though. So on the day, despite having a lower completion percentage and just not the flashiest game through the air, he still counted for four touchdowns and a shutout victory for Saline. Running backs, Aeneas Williams continues to rewrite the record book in Missouri. Out of Hannibal High School 2024 class, Hannibal defeated Moberly 28-8 on the day. It's it's become a weekly thing, but Aeneas Williams, in very limited opportunities, scored four touchdowns in this game. He is now up to 125 career touchdowns in the state of Missouri, which ranks top five all-time in the state. So having a fantastic career is Aeneas Williams. Justin Thurman running back in the 2025 class at a Tampa Bay, Florida Jesuit. Jesuit defeated Bishop Vero, excuse me, 36 to 29 in which Justin Thurman rushed, uh, had a total of 161 yards and two touchdowns before the last couple of games. Justin Thurman had a little bit of a slow start, but the last two, he has really showed dynamic ability. And that included this past weekend's game. At wide receiver, Cam Williams con- continued their dominance for Glenbard South in Glen Ellen, Illinois. They defeated West Chicago 48-6 to uh, every single week now. And no big stats from this game from Cam Williams, but Cam Williams and his team just continue to dominate. Scored another touchdown in this outing. On a week-to-week basis, he's scoring long touchdowns, scoring, have, have a Uh, Last week, he also had a direct snap that he took for a touchdown as well. So they're getting him involved in multiple ways, has an interception return for a touchdown. Cam Williams is a five-star, folks. Give him his fifth star if you haven't already. Charlotte Christian with a big victory. I'm actually going to talk about both Bryce Young and Micah Gilbert on here, so I'm going to break my rule a little bit. It's my podcast, though, so shut up. Micah Gilbert's wide receiver, Charlotte Christian, in the 2024 class. Charlotte Christian defeated Christ School 17-6 hauling in 10 receptions for 89 yards and a touchdown. Micah Gilbert, whose best season before this year was slightly below 500 yards because of some injuries, this year he has 60 receptions for 777 yards and six touchdowns in seven games. So Micah Gilbert is putting it together as a senior. Defensive end Bryce Young, you want to talk about putting it together. He had... Seven total tackles in this football game, two tackles for loss, two sacks, and also broke up a pass. In seven contests, Bryce Young has 60 total tackles, 10 tackles for loss, and eight sacks. Also has another eight quarterback hurries, three pass breakups, three forced fumbles, and two fumble recoveries. Quite simply, folks, was not super high on Bryce Young before the season. He has made me a full believer. I think he's a top 50 recruit when all is said and done in the 2024 class. He's been that dominant. 
couple offensive linemen had nice victories this weekend as well. Styles Prescott out of Hamilton Southeastern. They defeated Franklin Central 19-3. Styles Prescott and his talented Hamilton Southeastern team at 7-1 now will head to a very talented Brownsburg to take them on who are 8-0 this season. So that's going to be a big one for Hamilton Central. Anthony Knapp out of Roswell, Georgia. Roswell. 84 to 6 victory over Lassiter, which is absolutely insane. They will now head off to uh, Pope this this weekend and take on an 0 6 squad. So I think the, the winning is, is safe to say that it will continue for Roswell this year. This past game, though, 84 to 6, the offense scored nine touchdowns and a 550 total yards. So it was a dominant performance, to say the least. I already mentioned Bryce Young's performance, obviously, on the defensive side of the ball. Logan Thomas, defensive end out of Lakewood, Ohio, St. Edward, formerly a Texas product, notched two sacks during the St. Edward's 35-15 victory over Clarkston North. This week, Archbishop Moeller will be ta- uh, will be t- heading to St. Edward's. Of course, Archbishop Moeller is the home of fellow Irish commits Carson Hobbs in the 2024 class. So we're going to get a matchup of, of Notre Dame commits in, in a week number eight defensive end in the 2025 class, CJ may out of Highland home in Alabama. He against Laverne first and foremost, they won 60 to nothing. Laverne came in uh, with a good record, by the way, I think they were undefeated coming into this game, but they dismantled him. CJ may, Five total tackles, two sacks, three more quarterback hurries. Also had an interception in this game. Broke up a pass, forced a fumble, and recovered one. Was utterly dominant. I actually texted CJ about this game, in which he replied, I actually missed a sack or two in that one as well. So his stat sheet could have been even more incredible, but was obviously a dominant performance. Joseph Reese, unfortunately, out of Elmhurst, Elmhurst, Illinois, York High School, they fell 28-7 to to Glenbard West. They will head now to take on Lions at home, who are off to a five and two start. So they hope to get off, to get back in the winning ways after their first loss of the season. Sean Sevolano, one of the craziest stat lines that you'll ever see, and this is going to finish up the defensive line conversation for this podcast. Clearwater Academy defeated Gray Collegiate Academy 34-27. Sevolano at defensive tackle in this game, 15 total tackles, 11 tackles for loss, and a sack. In now, I think, seven, six games as a senior, Sevillano has recorded 42 tackles for loss and nine sacks. You did not mishear that. He has 42 tackles for loss and nine sacks on the season, which is absolutely insane. Sevillano's having a great senior season. Linebackers, let's work through. There's only two linebackers that were in, in action this weekend. Because Bodie Cahoon, who's put, having a dominant year as well, was on a bye week. St. John Bosco defeated Servite 56 to 27. Of course, Servite is traditionally one of the big powers in the state of California. St. John Bosco, Kingston Villiamoasa, obviously, is their stalwarts, their captain in the middle. They held Servite to just 282 yards and 27 points in this game. The Braves will now head into a big matchup this, this next week. They'll be taking on Modern Day, who was 7-0 on Friday night. Teddy Rezac, Omaha, Nebraska, Westside, defeated Kearney, 56 to nothing. Teddy Rezac hauled an interception during this contest, had two total tackles, two receptions for 26 yards, as well as a wide receiver. 
his impact was not entirely needed after the first after the first half. So did, did his best work in the limited time he had. Defensive backs to finish us up here. Archbishop Moeller, defensive back, Carson Hobbs out of Cincinnati, Ohio, defeated St. Ignatius 47 to 7. Carson Hobbs with three pass breakups on all three targets that he got. So all three, he literally got a hand on the football and broke up a pass. Cornerback Leonard Moore out of Round Rock High School in the state of Texas. They defeated Manor 42 to 13. This one, Mr. Moore had an interception, also returned a kick for 20 yards, had another tackle, wasn't a flashy night, but Moore obviously had a hand in every aspect of this victory for Round Rock. Tay Brown, Benny Powell out of Westchester, Ohio, Lakota West. They defeated Lakota East 34-0, in which Tay Brown, Benny Powell, for the second straight week, scored a touchdown, this time blocking a punt and returning it for a scoop and score. I mean, quite simply, folks, Tay Brown, Benny Powell has been having a tremendous senior year. After an 0-2 start, they now Lakota West has now won six straight to get back into a very good spot, heading close, closer and closer to playoff time. Last performer, Kennedy Erlacher. His Chandler High School team in the state of Arizona unfortunately fell to Centennial 29-28. Despite the loss, Erlacher put together a tremendous performance. He actually finished with a season-high 10 total tackles in this contest. Well, that's going to do it for the commit recap for the week, folks. Before I head out of here, please hit that like button, subscribe to the podcast, make sure you hit that notification bell for every time I pop up with another Notre Dame recruiting hour here on the Irish Breakdown Podcast. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.